Hi, this is Chris Cluey, and you're listening to Best Threesome Ever. Welcome to Best Threesome Ever, a podcast discussing all things revolving around nerdy pop culture. Probably not what you were expecting, but it's just as fun. Now here are your hosts, Nick, Rob, and Kevin. Ass and titties, ass, ass and titties. Yeah, neat. Yeah, neat. All right, here we go. Best threesome ever. Episode 101, brought to you by Heroic Goods and Games in Minneapolis. I'm Nick. I'm here. And I'm also Kevin. Uh, You know, it's actually interesting that it's episode 101, and much like (laughs) Vault 101 and Fallout, we're all forced to remain uh, indoors because of, you know, the world-affecting the battles and what have you so it's it's i i like the fact that this is 101 and we're all in our own little <laughs> vault it is uh, true we are we are practicing safe social distancing here at best Reason ever we are all in our own homes we're not in the studio while well, i'm in the studio the rest of them are not no so, no but, so uh, and what you don't know is we spent 48 minutes fucking around trying to get boy, the sound to work because technology because technology because technology it's, Right. But I'm glad we got it to work. So now that we can we can do this, we're adding, you know, as we move forward with our um, our podcast, we can we're more now in the technical age. Now we can do things where we can have more guests on, like if we want to have somebody that's not even in our own state on or somebody that's around the world and to be on our show, which I think is cool. Um, now I that I got Chris Cluey. I would love to have Chris Cluey on. I would love to have anybody on. He would probably come on, too, which would, which would be the fun part. We would just have to talk about <laughs> video games. <laughs> Stop it, Kevin. I was doing the same. Stop it. Just stop it. Good stuff. So, <laughs> I'm sure other people who are smarter than I am have figured out how to use different uh, podcasting things on the on the webs, but I've uh, finally figured out how to do it with the help of our good friend Ian. So, yeah, good times. Um, well, with, with other Nick's podcast, I think we just did it over Skype. Yeah, we did. We did do it over Skype. Which yeah, was- I think so. Which was fine, um, but I actually like this better because I think the audio quality is a little bit better. Yeah, and it's it's nice to be able to have like the hand raising thing and being able to really see everyone and their recording status. So yeah, this is pretty cool. Yeah, so I'm liking it. I'm digging it. And I, you know, after we now that we have everything figured out and how to do it, we can do it in the future more. Or if we have a problem with snowstorms and stuff, we'd be like, oh, we'll just do it from home. So we're good to go. Rob, why are you video calling me? <laughs> I was just going to make faces at you while we recorded. Oh. Yeah, we could do. If I had a separate, if I had a second screen on my on my computer here, we could also do like a fucking what's that thing called? What's the what's the big uh, family broadcasting that everybody does now? We're all social distancing. Yeah, I, I can hear the phone ringing. Yeah, I have no welcome. idea what you're talking about because you you're- keep breaking up. Uh, the phone, the phone thing that, uh, everybody's doing zoom, uh, zoom. That's it. We could have, we could do zoom so we could see each other. Yeah. We don't have to, I don't need to no, see we could do zoom, but that also sounds stupid. Yeah. It doesn't sound fun. You're all ugly and I'm the ugliest. So it doesn't sound fun for anyone. What? <laughs> well, it's a podcast, so we don't need necessarily. <laughs> to see each other. Yeah. Yeah. We're it's fun. not a vodcast. Fuck that. Stop we dropped that. We did do that for episode uh, 100, which was fun. I got pretty drunk. 
Wow, sweet, deep reference there, Nick. (laughs) All the way back to one episode before this one. Well, I'm just recapping our last episode. Like well, any good episode, our, uh, our our die laughings were were live, weren't they? Yes. Like, did, wasn't there video they were. for those? Yeah, there was. was. There was. But this was our my first uh, or our first like thing through the production and um, that we put on YouTube. So I don't know if the die laughings are still on YouTube or not. They probably are. Some of them are. <clears throat> yeah, which. This episode was supposed to be our live episode from Die Laughing 7, but they canceled that due to... Coronavirus. Yeah, COVID-19. So, uh, but you can still donate to Fearless Comedy. Yes, please do. (laughs) I would, uh, I greatly encourage it. They are still, obviously, that was their big fundraiser for the year. Um, But fearlesscomedy.com, fearlesscomedyproductions.com, you can go to, and I'll post a link. Um, but you can still donate because they still need support. Um, it's a very good group of talented people. A lot of our friends are in it, and they do a lot of great stuff. And obviously, we want to support local talent uh, as much as we can because that's how we people make a living sometimes or, you know, it gives them an outlet. So so everybody's obviously surviving the uh, the coronavirus thing so far. What, do you, what have you guys been doing to keep your sanity? Masturbating. Awesome. Had to be said. Kevin? (laughs) To be honest, my (laughs) life is largely uninterrupted. Um, I was already working from home two days a week. um, So now I'm just working from home five days a week. I still work. Uh, I'm very fortunate in that I have a job that allows me to do that. Um, And I'm kind of a homebody uh, the past year or so anyway, uh, because just to air it out, I am... basically coming out of a some something of a depressive episode so yeah it, it it is what it is it just so happens it falls that now i want to actually go out and do stuff and i can't but i have no issues with that because oh hey video games <laughs> wait kevin you're in a depressive episode cool that silence is uh, exactly what needed to happen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> confused but okay i i can feel his his death glare right now it's pretty great i'm more impressed that it no that it's reaching 35 miles or however far i am away i don't know he's got an impressive stare he's got an impressive lot of things it is true or so i hear tell right yeah i and for me it's been i don't know i still kind of am going to work my obviously one of my jobs is has been uh, deemed online. essential. Well, one of them has been deemed essential. The other one has not. Um, so my theater work is is kind of put on the side right now, which is uh, like a third of my income. Uh, it's not maybe more than that. Third to a half of my income. Uh, so that really blows. Um, the other job, I they're not giving me as many hours or not guaranteeing as many hours. So that fucking sucks even more. But yeah, I've been trying to trying to keep busy and you would think with all this extra free time at home you'd be like oh you can finally move into your house and all that yeah not so much (laughs) so yeah how much are you still packed uh well as you guys have seen in the office uh i need to do that and um my bedroom still needs to do some unpacking i mean it's it's just organizing a lot of boxes that are still full Mm mm-hmm so it's just that. Hmm. 
You can have so much dead air to edit out, Nick. I sure am. <laughs> Which is fine. It's yeah, you really are. It's but it's I believe in him. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. So I guess moving on. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has turned 30 this year, uh, actually as of March 30th, uh, which was the release date, um, the original live action movie, um, probably the movie I've seen the most in the theaters. Uh, I think The Wizard is a very close second. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? The Wizard. Wow. The, the fucking Fred Savage. Wow. And I, saw that movie, I saw that movie a lot. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. I did. I just... I, uh, I'm going to look up what the wizard is. Cause I genuinely have no idea what that is. You with Fred Savage and his brother. You know and they have the to go wizard to the, is? Oh, it was like, See, you keep, you keep saying these things. Yeah, it was that a make absolutely giant no Nintendo commercial. Oh, it was a huge Nintendo commercial. It was a giant Nintendo commercial basically to, uh, pimp the power glove. And I think okay. super Mario and I think super Mario three as well. Because I think that came out right around the same time, if I'm not mistaken. It's known for being the official introduction to Super Mario Brothers 3. What? Yeah. That too. It came out the yep. same time because it was it was a big thing because a lot of people didn't know about the you could warp in different I mean, if you're if you played the game at all, you can figure out the warp things. But they uh yeah, it was a kind of an introduction and kind of a way to show you how to do the warp. So yeah, Super Mario 3, because that was the big game at the big, what was it, like a Nintendo con with a big video game tournament that the yeah, little kid was in. it was like a in. tournament. Mm-hmm. And the little kid was that one kid that was in like every like late 80s, early 90s movie. And apparently it was the uh, debut of uh, Tobey yeah, Maguire. Fuck's bum all over there. Tobey Maguire was in that movie? Uh-huh. Really? Who did he play? Uh, I'm looking. That sounds right. Who did he play? Uh, he He's uncredited as Goon. Oh, he must have been one of the kids uh, with the Hilarious. kid with the power glove. He must have been one of his, his one of his uh, one of his goons. Jenny Lewis, though. Oh, I'm looking at him right now. He was the kid with the mullet, the, the short stack. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah he was one kid. of. Uh, oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> Oh, look at him. He's so tiny. <laughs> he was super tiny. Oh, and then he became Spider-Man. That's cute. <laughs> um, I did have a big crush on the redhead sure in that did. movie, um, which was fine because I she's she's like three years older than me. So at the time, she was actually older than I was. But uh, Jenny Lewis. Good stuff there, Nick. Yes. Good times. <laughs> Explaining my love with the wizard. So, anyways, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, I would like to continue talking about the wizard. Um, <laughs> now that I know that this movie exists, I would like to discuss the to? fact that. <laughs> yes, I think you can, so. You can watch it on HBO. Uh, or uh, I don't have HBO. Hold on, I'm looking where else you can watch it. HBO, yeah, HBO. You can rent it for ten bucks from Amazon. Fuck that. Oh no, it's buy. Sorry, Prime, uh, oh. Prime Video. You can rent it for four bucks. Maybe Ugh. worth the four bucks to watch it. Maybe I don't. I don't. It doesn't sound like it. Well, it's going to be very dated. That's for damn sure. Oh my god, it's got not one but two new kids on the block songs in the in soundtrack. Sure does. Oh, and Paul They're- Anka. 
popular back Paul then. Inca. Yeah. All right, anyways. So, anyways, Teenage Mutant Turtles. Yeah. So the wizard came out in 1989. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done now. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ninja Turtles. I saw. I definitely saw a few times in theaters. I I don't think it's the the movie I've seen the most. I think I only saw it once, maybe twice. But I was also I was pretty little still when it came out. I think I was. Um, I think it was just shy of seven. So oh, it was awesome, though. It was so serious and very dark. Mm-hmm. The was. first one? Yeah. The oh, first yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was not what like the cartoon at the time was showing, because that was very lighthearted and very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, very cartoony. But then they made the, the live very action Very family one friendly. Me. Yeah. Uh, wait, I'm sorry. I heard family friendly while I'm looking up Jenny Lewis in Foxfire. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, um, but no. It, it, do you not think, Rob, that the the first Ninja Turtles movie is a, a little bit more on the darker side? Like the second yeah, one no, was I super agree. goofy and slapdick. Well, of course it was, and the third one is just oh boy. We don't talk about the third one. <laughs> I actually yeah. like the third yeah. one more than Secret of the Ooze. What? What's wrong with Ugh. you? Oh, How? you think that's bad? I think I'm about to get threatened from the kitchen. Yep. TMNT three is better than Secret of the Ooze. Uh, you you heard it here first, folks. Jesus Christ! No, that's you. where they had the really big like spots and like they had a completely different animatronic team and they kept they making like feudal these- Japan. But they kept making these wild references, like, uh, you were expecting maybe the Adams family and feudal Japan to people who are, I, I don't know either of those things. Who are you, strange green people? It's, it's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. I love that I'm hearing one rant through my headphones and one rant from the kitchen. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Uh, for those that don't know, Joanna is a big fan of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the movies and is ooh, giving me the worst deadly eyes for even suggesting that. Te- it's a joke. I'm telling a joke on a podcast. Are you kidding That's me? She's a keeper, Rob. <laughs> yeah, I know she's the keeper. I'm really excited for everyone to, to hear you getting yelled at over the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair it's totally fair that's gonna be the best perfect. part of the episode perfect it's perfect <laughs> um all right anyways jenny lewis foxfire <laughs> so teenage mutant ninja turtles still rob thank you uh we're still on that so the wizard so what about teenage mutant ninja turtles i thought we were it was good uh, go watch it <laughs> <laughs> yes the first one is pretty great i i don't necessarily care for the next two either <laughs> uh i i liked the april better that they got for two and three she was more happy and more fun she she was a a, a bit more of the, mm. the she had a bit more of the april joie de vivre as it were whereas uh the april from the first movie was a, a very sullen and defeated person which i understand her boss was the worst but yeah, yeah. She um, has uh, to kind of 
you know, offset. Uh, you know, it's kind of a she, the thing I like about April is the kind of mom uh, role she plays versus Splinter's dad role when it comes right. to the turtles. Uh, I mean, can we at least agree that Casey Jones is the best character in those movies? The best. He's Absolutely so best. good. Absolutely mm-hmm. is. Uh, he wasn't in the second one, though. So um, He wasn't the third. He was. Yes. But I think they got a... So I guess, they get the, I guess one it? point Turtles 3. Did yep, they, thank you. The same actor for the third yeah, one? I yes, don't remember. Elias Cotes. So, okay. Awesome. Elias Cotes. actor. Although something I discovered recently was that uh, Ernie Ray Jr., um, who was in the second one, uh, as the pizza delivery guy, which he's got a name. I forget his name. Uh, but he was <laughs> actually... Kino. Kino. That sounds right. Uh, he was Donatello's uh, fight guy in the first one. So in the first one, when Donatello is like, doing all the kung fu fighting, um, he was the, the in the suit doing the fighting. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. That he was um, for the listeners. Yes, I resisted every urge in the world to not sing Kung Fu Fighting just now. I'm very proud of you. And yes, it was uh, it was Kino. It was Kino. Good job. Good job. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, I just watched TM. I watched the second one recently because I would nothing better to do. Um, it was entertaining, although they don't have. They don't have uh, Corey Feldman as the voice of Donatello because he was in rehab at the time. But he came back for the third one. Because he was in between rehab. <laughs> That's a much better way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, uh, moving on. So, speaking of things from the late 80s and uh, even the 80s in general. So, Netflix, uh-huh. has, uh, Netflix and Ryan Reynolds are going to put on a live action Dragon's Lair uh, show. Oh, movie. Right. Um, for those who don't remember Dragon's Lair, it was this uh, kind of cartoony animated game. It's super popular. Uh, came out in like 83, I want to say. Um, and it, uh, it was a game that I hated. I hated the game because I could never fucking get past like the first five seconds of it because it was an animated story and it would kind of, you couldn't control the character. You just have to do certain moves at a certain time, like the uh, something would flash and then you'd have to like move the joystick a certain way to, or else you would die. My brother, my oldest brother was very good at this game. I sucked at it, but it was kind of a fun game to watch where it was, you know, this old, uh, uh, Dirk, I believe was the name of the, the, the Dirk, the daring. Yeah. He was the, the knight had to go rescue Daphne from the evil drag, the evil oh, dragon. Daphne. Oh, did, <laughs> Did that video game character awaken Kevin sexually as a child? Right. Uh, and I love the name of the dragon, which was Singe. So, yep. uh, really? Evil, yeah. And the evil wizard mm. Mordok, Mord- Mordrock was his name. So, uh, so, so yeah. the heroes are alliterative, but the villains can't be. Weird. Correct. Dirk, um, Daphne, go and fight a dragon named Singe. All right. Well, and frankly, as a writer, it disappoints me. That's all. I, I feel they were kind of doing like the Lord of the Rings smog type thing, uh, but they got Singe instead. So, um, it, yeah. It, so Ryan Reynolds is going to star and produce it. So I'm curious. What do you do? You think this is a good idea, bad idea? I genuinely idea. never played the game. Well, I have. 
I have sunk some quarters into that some bitch. I did too. Um, I keep meaning to get one of its because it, I think it's on PS4 or something. One of the ports. Is it? Um, oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah, but there's like four versions of it now too, isn't there? Maybe, uh, probably. But I would. Uh, but what's nice is you can get what is basically the classic, uh, which will have two modes, which is the classic mode where you have to figure it out for yourself. And QTE mode, where it actually does give you quick time events of what to hit, mm. um, but it's 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 very quick still. So you still got to have that speed on you. But yeah, it's I, I need to pick it up. I I fucking loved that game as a kid. Um, I don't think I've ever been more frustrated at a video game than I was at Dragon's Lair. Like I would sink tons of money into it oh. trying to continue because I just couldn't. I don't know if I wasn't fast enough or I just didn't. I don't know. Wasn't remembering all the steps, you know, as you play it. So well, and that's the thing is like it, it, it never changed. So all you had to do was like memorize it, and then you could just show off to the rest of the arcade. But yeah, <laughs> that thing, that thing was an allowance eater. Yeah. Yes, it was. Like I said, my my oldest brother was very good at the game. I, I was not. I was not. I very <laughs> distinctly remember many days at Chuck E. Cheese trying to play that fucking game and just not, just sucking at it. So I'd be like, "Fuck this game." So I stopped Who playing. Would you it. Want to play Daphne. Hmm. Hmm. That's a good question. Who do I want to play Daphne? I did, mm. My first, my first initial thought when you said that was Emma Stone, but I don't know if I like that choice. I have two picks. One is very obvious, and that's because I pick her as everyone. Hmm. Uh, so um, you're gonna pick? Uh, 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 um. Um. Oh God, Zoe Kravitz. No. Oh, well. who, who are uh, your two picks? Alexander Daddario, because of course. There it is. Uh, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I cannot remember her name for the life of me. She might be a bit young in it, so that might be awkward. But uh, the girl from Gifted and uh, a brief stint on Gotham. Um, oh, why can I not remember her name? It's going to bug me now. Uh, da, 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 da. Wow. The, that is the, an outfit. I know, the daughter. Uh, Natalie Lind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she sure is almost wearing clothes in that game. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Natalie sure Lind, I think she has uh, she has the right face for Daphne. Um, might be just a touch on the young side because I think she's 20, but... Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't... Hmm, I don't know. That... Wow. Goodness. <laughs> Are you still they, looking at Daphne? I sure am. Why did they give her... They... They they sure did animate her nipples. What? They sure did animate her nipples. <laughs> because oh yeah, she got quite pokey, and it was just nothing but ass. <laughs> yeah, quite pokey. Yeah, no kidding. I don't know who I'd want to play Daphne. <laughs> right? Because Nicole Marie Jean. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> she would definitely play. Um, I don't remember if she was like ditzy or if she was like. She, she wasn't ditzy. She was provocative. Mm-hmm. Like she was always uh, to Marilyn Monroe at her Marilyn Monroeist is the best okay. way to describe Daphne's personality. So like, yeah, very, so they probably she comes made- out of her magical sleep. She like stretches and pushes up her tits. She's like, oh, Dirk! you know that kind of a thing. Sure, so, sure. So they probably. Oh my god! Made- there is a statue of. Uh, princess daphne and um she's all nipple goodness uh so you're saying that they probably based jessica rabbit off of her 
no. <laughs> I think they based all of those characters from the... Oh, wow, there is a not-safe-for-work image of Princess Daphne. Okay. Um, <laughs> I am already on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it gets worse. <laughs> um, God, I lost track of what I was saying. Her nips are just out. Oh, good lord. <laughs> you found the statue. No, I found a not-safe-for-work photo of Daphne. <laughs> oh, that one. Yeah, that God. one, too. Uh, well, you know, people people are bored. They have to draw something, so why not? <laughs> That's not an excuse. <laughs> although now I, <laughs> although now I'm going to see if there's cosplay of this. Oh, there oh, yeah. is, there and it it's is. wonderful. Uh, yeah, trying to to find pictures of of Pri- Princess Daphne can lead you down a rabbit hole that there's there's almost no turning back from. Goodness. Oh, here's a whole bunch of not safe pictures of for work. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. Yeah, I don't think that was in the video game. I don't remember that part. Um, so yeah, so Dragon's Lair. Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, wow. I is it wrong that I just want one of these cosplayers to uh, slap yes. on a pair of like? <laughs> Shut up. Whatever it is, yes. <laughs> I was going to say, like, super glue some thimbles to the ends of their uh, nipples. So, that, <laughs> <laughs> so that just, it's just worse. That's that's all I want. I do. I would not be upset if they changed the outfits a little bit, though. I mean. Oh, I, I mean. Like, well, I did see an article here that said they're not going to do the sexualized version of Daphne in the show. Oh, well, then, yeah. That means they're definitely changing the outfits. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeedy. But, um, um, goodness. Yes. So, for people who want to uh, go ahead and look at pictures of Daphne, she might might be the picture for this show. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but, like, we should do a classy one. Oh, like a good one? Okay. All right, so Kevin, you're gonna need um, a blonde wig and like a sheer sort of <laughs> nighty thing. Rob, and, can you, uh, I please you might... do Dirk the Daring and Daphne? <laughs> <laughs> Are you Daphne? Yeah, of course. Then of course I will. Oh my I will god! Absolutely, be Dirk the Daring while you, Kevin, are Daphne. Don't yes. shave your beard, though. Don't shave your beard. <laughs> Real talk. You and Joanna could probably do a dynamite cosplay of them. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you I, probably could. I, could. I think you're right. I just don't think I could convince her. Joanna, do it! <laughs> oh, you can put some modesty you're, panels in there. You'd be fine. So, so you're in my headphones and not any of my computer speakers? <laughs> I know. So she didn't, hell, she didn't hear like, you. Yell, through, Joanna, so, do it. I know. That's the joke. So <laughs> yeah, another thing right. that Daphne wears is like this kind of uh, long robe. Blue, yeah. uh, so she could certainly do that as well. Well, or she should just make the outfit. You just do it with like modesty panels or uh, like a nude type uh, fabric that covers the bits and pieces. Yeah, she doesn't have to slut out for it. No, because there's some there's some tasteful cosplay pictures here. Okay, kind of tasteful cosplay pictures. I mean, um, I have an answer by the way on the Daphne and Dirk cosplay. Uh, the official word from our sponsors is uh, only for the right kind of parties. Hot. Noted. <laughs> Noted. Mm, great. Um, all right. 
the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. No, we're on. We're on Dragon's Earth. All right, what do we got next? I know. Big guy. I think I'll save that one. Uh, so this is just a brief thing moving on to uh, remakes of stuff. Uh, Steven Spielberg apparently is doing a West Side Story, uh, again, set in the 50s. Uh, yeah. I. Hmm. This has been on the docket for a couple, uh, like about six months to a year now. Um, the I think the production is either just finished or... Um, got sidelined for like the last week because of coronavirus. Hmm. Yeah. It's supposed to come out in December, 2020. Uh, I just I don't think some... that's happening. <laughs> probably not. A lot of things probably aren't coming out when they're supposed to. Uh, oh, yeah. I have a list. Don't worry. I don't know. I, I guess if you really wanted to, I don't see any, I don't know. I don't see this being popular, you know, maybe it, it will be. I, I don't know. I mean, yes, it's one of those like cookie cutter shows that people like high schools will do because it draws a crowd all the time. But I don't know that it needed to be made into another movie because uh, mm, I guess um, I, I don't know who the cast is, so I couldn't tell you whether or not I'd see it. It is uh, star studded, as the article that I was reading said. And oh, so I, it is uh, actually cast. Oh, yeah. They, they're stills from the movie. Oh. Um, yeah, like I said, they were either just finishing or almost uh, done with production when all of this shit went down. There are people in here that you would recognize. You wouldn't recognize them by name, but you definitely would probably recognize them when you see them. I, I you, you once again underestimate Rob. my <laughs> abilities. So, Kevin, there are names you wouldn't recognize by name, uh, but you would recognize by image. Uh, Rob, you would recognize by name. And uh, Ansel Elgort plays Tony. Yeah, he was in. Oh. Um, um, I actually recognized that name. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he, he was, was in Divergent and Fault in but Our more Stars. Importantly, he was in fucking Baby Driver. Oh yeah, Baby Driver. Baby Driver. I'm sorry. I'm trying to see who plays. Ha ha! That was a name I actually knew. <laughs> Brian Darcy James plays Officer Krupke. Yeah. Brian Darcy James was the original King James the Third in Hamilton. Sure was. Uh, Rachel Ziegler is playing Maria Ziegler. Ziegler? No relation to Toby Ziegler, I imagine. No. It looks like the only thing she's been in is that West joke Story. was for five people. Now that name is sounding familiar to me for a very specific reason. Now I got to look it up because I know she, he was in something I used to watch. Uh, Brian Darcy James. He was in Smash. That's why. Yes. Hmm. Uh, and that's why I never tried out for that show because I knew that that's the only part I would ever get I was also cast as uh, Officer Krupke and um, let me tell you I'm confused why? because you were cast as Officer Krupke? Uh, yes I, one of the few actually trained singers in my school got cast as Officer Krupke Uh, I don't know I was cast as Officer Krupke Shocking, I know. Um, wow. But, uh, Who would have fucking thought? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, yes. That's we, unfortunate. But our director, well, our director did it a different version where she was like, because me and the guy that played Lieutenant Shrank, and I think I talked about this before, like we're pretty much the same size, same build, uh, same loud, boisterous type people. So she was like, we're not going to do like the normal fucking, you know, dumbass cops. Like, 
she's like, we want real New York cops. So we were real New York cops. We were fucking assholes. Officer Krupke was a stogie smoking son of a bitch. So I got, to, I sat there pretty much had a stogie in my mouth the entire time. It was good times. So like in the gym scene, I just sat on the back wall. I was like smoking a stogie. I'm like, and the director was like, she was like, I don't think he'd be smoking in the gym, Nick. And I go, he's an asshole. She goes, all right, fair enough. So good times. That seems reasonable. Right. Also, it's the fifties. Yes, he would. Well, <laughs> also, yes. I just remember that every kid in that show wanted to smoke because we had like the herbal cigarettes. So like everybody's like, oh, we want to smoke. And she was like, at one point, like half the cast was smoking. She's like, okay, that's too many cigarettes on stage. So she actually had to assign people who could smoke, which was even funnier. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Totally get that. Yeah. Herbal cigarettes, people. Herbal cigarettes. <laughs> um, um, Is you know, that we just a weed? Them- yeah, I was going to say, we just called them joints when I was in high school. But sure, use your herbal cigarettes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, anything else about West Side Story? No, not ever. I just, yeah, I don't really care. Not one of my favorite musicals. So speaking of casting, looks like The Mandalorian added a couple new cast members. Sure oh, yeah. It it has been a, a bit since we recorded, hasn't it? It sure has been. I think we were going to talk about this on the last episode, but I just didn't get around to it because I got drunk and fucking couldn't read. And we were pressed for time. There was a lot of talking. Sure was. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Michael Michael Bean, Michael Bine, 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 mm-hmm. uh, he, he has been cast in an unknown role, uh, which is great because I fucking love him. I uh, loved him in fucking in just about anything he's been in. So, uh, for those who don't know, you might remember him from uh, Aliens. He was John Connor's father in the original Terminator. Oh, yeah. Uh, name, oh, he was uh, uh, fucking Johnny Ringo in Tombstone. Um, I'm forgetting some other major roles. Anything Bill Paxton has been in, pretty much he's been in. Like, seriously, they're in a lot of the same movies. And then uh, they cast Rosario. So that thing you do. <laughs> yeah. So they cast uh, Rosario Dawson as Ashoka Tano, which is fucking awesome. Not not officially verified yet. Not officially verified? Oh, I thought it was. Strongly rumored. Oh, yeah. Well, um, there is a little bit of a brouhaha kerfuffle uh, around that casting, too. Also Why? strongly rumored. Yes, also strongly rumored. What's the strong? I haven't heard this part. The strongly rumored thing is that uh, she is a transphobic human who is being sued by her former um, uh, gardener, uh, housekeeper, gardener, gardener. Um, uh, charges include false imprisonment. Oh, Rosario Dawson. Yeah. yeah. That would be interesting, considering she's played. Uh, I mean, she fucking played Mimi and. Rent of all things, <clears throat> and uh, they were saying that they're going to make a Shokotano uh, bisexual in this. So, so I said transgender. Um, Mimi was not transgender. There were characters in that show that were transgender, but Mimi was not one of them. I know. Mimi was and, a prostitute. Yes, and uh, and what an actor does on screen has no bearing on who they are as a person now i'm not saying that this happened but i just i don't want to i also don't want to say that 
the uh, person making these accusations is wrong since I don't know any of this situation personally. No, I get that. I'm, I, I, I agree with that. I wasn't, I wasn't making the reference that she, she, that Mimi was any of those things, but she was in a show that's around, um, you know, that is, how do I say this without sounding like an asshole? That's, you know, it's about, uh, I can't think of the way, I, how, what gay, I'm trying to uh, say with gay and transgender characters. Thank you. Uh, that is certain yeah. that is focused around those characters. Uh, and they're a pretty poignant part of the story. Um, so, I mean, I'm not trying to, if, I mean, I'm just saying that as a general statement, I'm not saying that as like, I'm defending and don't believe the statements. Obviously we have to think, see how things play out. Um, you know, and see what is true and what's not true in that those allegations. And um, I guess we'll, we'll see how it turns out. But anyways, it sounds like a show either way. It sounds like uh, a show Katana is going to be in Mandalorian too. If they don't cast her, I'm sure they will ca- cast somebody else. Hmm. But um, regardless, I think that would be a great casting. I mean, I, I, I wish that it was going to the the woman who's voiced her this entire time. She right, uh, she sure. has the chops. She can pull off the part. She's you know, it's not like she's in bad shape or anything. She's a very athletic young woman. So I don't know why she couldn't play Ahsoka Tano because it's Ahsoka, not Ashoka. Sorry, but that's all right. Um, yeah, I so I, I don't really see much of a reason that she can't play her other than the fact that they've tried not to put um you know the, the voice actors in the in the live action they've tried to keep those separate but she's already been Ahsoka Tano in Star Wars episode 9 so it almost feels like there's no reason not to cast her as that character in a live action she was in episode 9 yep she was she the spoke, voice she spoke oh, to yeah, Ray. Yeah. yeah 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 yep. yeah yeah I did know that yep um, however, in the alternate universe, Ashoka Tano will be played by Mila Josevich. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they could also do a thing where Rosario was, or even another actor was the body and, uh, she was still the voice. Cause it's not like they yeah. haven't done that before. Um, right. Sam Witwer has been the voice of Darth Maul for a long time. Even to the point of being the voice of Darth Maul in solo. Oh, um, was he? I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it was still, Ray. it was Ray Park as the body. Sam Witwer was the voice. Uh, just mm-hmm. like in episode one, Ray Park was not the voice of Darth Maul in his one line. It was some other guy. Really? Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I thought that it was just, that was Ray Park being, uh, you know, just doing a voice. Oh, it was some other guy. I learned something today. Sure did. And um, Snake uh, and that was not uh Ray Park speaking for Snake Eyes either. Pretty sure. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> this is me shaking my head at you, Rob. Good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a solid joke. Don't you dare shake your head at me. Oh, I'm gonna you gotta give him that one, Nick. Uh but yeah. I think the only role where we've actually heard his voice be him. Uh, is Toad. Really? That's mm-hmm. unfortunate. That was definitely his voice. Speaking of which, I finally seen I finally saw Dark Phoenix. And oh, sorry. It was a movie. <laughs> it sure was a film. Ooh. 
Sure was. <laughs> I, 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 yep. I, I don't even know, like, how to put it into words, how I feel about that movie. It was just. <sighs> was the bad. action was good. The yeah. action was good. Yeah. Yeah, it was. That's about it. Yeah. Um, yep. I I watched again uh, recently, and I and it really stuck to me the fact that they call literally everyone by their name and not their like mutant hero code name. Yeah, nobody. Everybody is just their name except Storm. Yep, Storm is Storm, not Aurora. Yep. Storm. I like that they they showcase Storm a little bit more uh, with her powers, unlike the Halle Berry version, which is just like she did two things and that was it. I don't know. I just it was yeah, it was bad. It was not good. The story sucked. You know why? Because they gave it to the same person who fucked it up the first time. I don't know why, but they did. Maybe it was they were they thought that they could redeem that person could redeem themselves. Well, he didn't. No, nope, he pulled the he same. At least there was fire this time, so <laughs> there was a step in the right direction. Good for you. Yeah. Well. Kevin, um, could you expand upon your feelings right now? <laughs> nah. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Although but I'm the, curious. The, the Storm Aurora thing did fucking annoy me, and I get it. Her name is a little awkward to say, but uh, who gives a shit? You give her the same respect. It's yeah. it's awkward to say if you have uh, an immense amount of white privilege. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of like the the word uh, horror. Sometimes oh, sure. when you're when you're just speaking it quickly, it can come off a little garbled. Right, and I want to be clear: I was not digging at you; I was digging oh, more at the writers. I know, uh, but there's there's no reason they couldn't have just even called her Row for crying out loud. Oh, right. sure, which she's called in the comics often. In fact. Did they call? They didn't call. Did they call Nightcrawler by his name too? Kurt. Oh yeah, Kurt. they did. They did. They did. You're right. Yep. You're right. You're right. Yep. Um. Yeah. It was. Fuck. It was bad. It was so bad. Like it certainly had its moments. Uh, I really enjoyed the Dazzler scene. Oh yeah. I I love the actress that played Dazzler. Which me too. I'm s- still sad she left Orville. Yeah. Me too. I'm still waiting for Orville season three to come on, but that'll probably be a while now. Uh, All right. Yeah, it had some good, like you said, it had some good action scenes. Uh, some good fight scenes, I like the storm. I like the Dazzler scene. I'm wondering where Cyclops was this entire time. Um, he yeah. was around. He was just, you know, not very useful. I, I seriously think Brett Radner just doesn't like Cyclops. He always yeah. sidelines him. He, he killed sure him off the first few minutes of the of X Men Three for crying out loud. Sure uh, but it was nice seeing uh, Nightcrawler like figure his ninja shit out because he t- took it to the streets. Yeah, he, he was like impaling dudes with his tail and shit. Right, and then I was wondering how like they went into like they went into space with no helmets on. Yeah, uh-huh. just a jet. Right. And then, and then Nightcrawler, they put a helmet on him, but didn't give him gloves or anything, but he was in space. I'm like, so you put a helmet on him with no breathing apparatus. Nope. I don't understand how that works, but okay. Um, um, it works because Brett science, Nick. Space works. I, I think you're right, Kevin. I, I don't think he understands how space works. 
He's uh, half demon. He doesn't need to breathe. That's true. Well, that's I think it, like like with with Jean Grey, I could okay, I could believe it. She could probably you could just you know write it off as some you know <clears throat> mental thing that she did to protect herself, put up some sort of shield around herself. Okay, I could I could buy that, but the rest I think she of them, has done shit like that in the comics before. <clears throat> Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, just to do a quick correction, uh, Kevin, um, Simon Kinberg, the writer of uh, X-Men Last Stand, is also the writer and in his featured directorial debut, the director of Dark Phoenix. Gotcha. So not Brett Ratner, but the the, the guy who wrote the worst script in comic book history uh, got to direct and write uh, this one. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty great. And he still hates – and he also still hates uh, Scott Summers, which uh, in his defense, that's fair. No, fuck that. Cyclops is a very good boy. We stand him in this house. (laughs) (laughs) Ah-ha-ha. We're recording in different houses. We do not stand him in this house. Cyclops uh, is great. Austin is a huge fan of Cyclops. Probably one of his favorite X-Men. Austin's wrong, too. I'll uh, fight all of you. Then you clearly never played the Sega Genesis X-Men game where Cyclops kicked fucking ass. He wasn't no, instead I read the comics where Cyclops is a, a chauvinist, awful human. And some of the older ones, sure, but he's been <laughs> an incredibly good boy lately. I've heard that. I haven't read any of the recent stuff, but I have heard he's become a good boy. And a little more interesting, not just sort of a you know, Boy Scout sort of a character. Yeah, that, and we all know how I feel about Boy Scout characters. Isn't Captain America Boy Scout, though? Yes. Um, yes. And I don't find him terribly interesting, but it's, he's he's written marginally better than Superman, so I'll let it pass. Okay. Um, did we want to talk about Picard at all? Have you, you guys all caught up on Picard? I finished it. Finished it. Yep. Sweet. <clears throat> so, so we want to talk about it? Oh, let's talk oh, about that's... it. It's fucking rap. All right. Uh, <clears throat> spoilers for those right, who have somebody later to beat. Um, spoilers, spoilers for those who haven't seen it yet. Uh, uh, we're going to spoil a little bit of Picard here because obviously the season wrapped up. Uh, with its episode. <laughs> a little bit, so I was partially right about Riker. I was happy to see. Oh that. yeah, yeah. Oh, you called, called that. You called that a mile away. Partially right. You nailed it. Yeah. Like, Give yourself credit, the, man. I wanted to see Jordy there, and I wanted to see Worf. I know I did too, but uh, I wanted to get a better look at those ships. Uh, yeah, I mean, they all they all looked the exact same, just different sizes. But I still wanted yeah. a better look at them. Right, and same. I was kind. I was kind of surprised when he said, I'm in the best and fastest and most powerful ship. Um, but there was like 20 of them. Cause like the enterprise, for instance, the enterprise uh, D was a flagship. There wasn't very many ships that look like the enterprise, but now they've made a whole bunch of ships that are, I don't know. So I guess he didn't say it was a flagship. He just said it was a good ship. So, well, there were always other ships of the same class as each right. enterprise. I was more floored by the fact that the enterprise has always been the flagship of Starfleet until now. That I thought was interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah. That now it's the Zhang He or whatever. Yeah. And to be fair, I don't think they ever said that the Zhang He was the flagship. He did. Yeah, oh, he did, did he? Uh, he the did. Romulus said their flagship is hailing us. Yep. Oh, 
It was not the Enterprise, but they could have retired it. Maybe when Picard retired, they retired the Enterprise. I don't know, because they never said what ship he was on uh, when he was still active. I would assume or maybe, maybe, maybe the Enterprise was somewhere and the Zhang-He was the, uh, the, the acting flagship. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, maybe it was the Armada flagship, not mm-hmm. necessarily the flagship of the entirety of the Federation, right. which may still be the Enterprise. Well, and- Though I believe it's got to be the Enterprise F by now. The the E must must have been decommissioned by now. Oh yeah, uh, and one would think that so because a flagship usually has the ranking officer or is kind of the ship that everybody rallies around. So maybe it's just the Enterprise was the flagship because it was you know the one that everybody knew the most because it's done the most, which seemingly no other ship in the in the entire entirety of Starfleet does nearly as much as the Enterprise, just the Enterprise. It's kind of like perhaps because Riker was at the helm is the reason it was the flagship, kind of like a, a you know yeah. a, a Air Force One kind of a deal. And that could be it too. I mean, it, it, the 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 Admiralty can call the flagship. I mean, if you want to be the Enterprise. And the Admiral gets on the Enterprise, and it's going to be the Enterprise. If it wants to be something else, uh, it'll be something like uh, in, is that First Contact? Um, when they come in after the Borg attack, and then then the Enterprise takes control? They take yes. over as the flagship? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know how all naval stuff works. I'm not super, super familiar with naval. Plus, it's the Space Navy, so who knows how they work. That's true. So, other than that part, uh, how did you guys feel about the ending of the show? How did you feel? Oh, about- if if you didn't cry during that blue sky scene, oh. like a hungry, angry baby, you're a synth. <laughs> I did not, but only because I thought it was a very fitting way to round it all out. Yeah, you're a robot. That's fine. I will make sure to get you a can of oil for your next fucking birthday. <laughs> That's fine. So is Picard. Suck it. <clears throat> uh, yeah, that, that was... makes me Picard. Awesome. Cool. Thank you. But Picard's I'm, I'm not now... a robot. Mm-hmm. He is now Isn't a... he? No, he is a because robot. we are, we are not our, our bodies. That is not what makes us people. We are our minds and our memories. All of that is just in, encased in a new, fancier shell basically like ghost in the shell which i was sad when he was talking about like oh the they were like oh the body's pro i'm like oh picard's gonna live forever and then like no the body's programmed to die when you're supposed to die naturally i'm like well what happens if he's supposed to die naturally in like three years you know i'm like couldn't you because people in star trek live a little bit longer um he's uh, 94 which i was surprised by by the way uh, it, well, the, and that's the thing is that Bones was on the the bridge of the Enterprise what? at the age of what, like 138 or something like that. Yeah, yeah something like uh, that. People live longer in the future. I they just did that to cover their asses, just in case something happens to old Patrick. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I was gonna say because Patrick Stewart himself is 79. <laughs> I um hmm. He gonna get hit by the beer flu and it's gonna suck, you guys. Nah, he'll, he'll be fine. He's, fine. Uh, he, he's, he's a robot. He's fine. That's what you. That would you? It, oh my god! You two. <laughs> Somebody just keep talking. <laughs> what did you think of their little twist with the uh, the homeworld of uh, the end? You know, all the androids, and then I believe was technically data or 
uh, Sung Sung's son, na- natural yep. born son. Correct. Played by Brent Spiner, of course. <laughs> yes, or, the natural born son that uh, mysteriously never appeared in the show before. That's because right. it's lore. You think so? No. <laughs> no, I don't either. I think it's actually Alton Sung, but but you know, hand wavy bullshit. Well, that's what happens when it's a bazillion years between a show and a sequel. I know. I'm not actually that upset about it, but I do want to point it out. <laughs> so back to the question, what did you guys think of the the twist with the home world and them being like, no, no, fuck this. We're going to rebel and build this thing and contact this other people and destroy the fucking humans. Uh, I mean, it was the same uh space beam portal that we've seen time and time again. Uh, yeah. That I feel is a little played out, but sometimes you sort of write yourself into a corner and you have to come up, uh, you know, with a, with a way of tying it up in a neat little bow. Um, you I, will not I, catch me quoting any red letter media. I don't care how much they say it's like mass effect. That was a passing uh, similarity at best. Hmm. So, um, my thing on it is that, um, I felt like from beginning to episode nine was really solid, gorgeous storytelling. And then 10 was like the last five minutes of an old school TNG episode where they just wrap it up in a nice, neat little bow. And eh, I wish the episode had, I, I, I don't think the episode was bad. I do think the episode was very TNG Star Trek in that there, it didn't feel like there were any serious repercussions overall. Yeah. Do you feel they left it in a spot where they could make a next, a second season or just leave it in a spot where they don't have to make a second season? Um, yes, they did. And this comes to my point of why I didn't cry, not because I'm a robot, but because they greenlit a second season before the first season even began. And so Mm. I was already emotionally prepared for the death of Picard and knowing that he was going to come back since season two was already coming. We knew that. And so like, and then that scene with blue skies and data, like, I, I guess I was already prepared for a tear jerking moment, which is why I didn't have a cry. It was moving. It was emotional. I just didn't cry. And I'm sorry, Kevin, I'm a robot. It's fine. You're a robot. I, I <laughs> I'll be Thank honest. You. I didn't see them killing Picard. Like I thought maybe he might get seriously injured uh, or they might get in a big fight. And maybe Riker died, uh, but I didn't ever expect them to like kill Picard. Um, that was kind of a shock to me. Maybe I just didn't read between the lines or didn't see it coming. Um, well, and, and Patrick Stewart himself had actually, um, uh, foreshadowed it a bit in interviews beforehand. Oh, okay. He had mentioned that, um, he liked the way they wrote the script because it reminded him a lot of Logan, Mm. which Mm -hmm. immediately told me, I'm like, Oh, he's going to (laughs) die. I don't know how they're going to bring him back, but he's going to die. Hmm. Well, and when they and when they when they introduced the golem, I figured somebody was going to go into that that's going to die. Like one of the uh, either I didn't I didn't think it would be Picard, but I thought maybe either 
the the girl, the robot girl that they were trying to protect. I forget her name. Or that's how they finally made Data human. Or oh, yeah. so god damn it! I just wrote a better ending to that show. I so thought true. maybe they would they would bring Soji, or I thought maybe they would bring Data into it because he was talking about how we've kind of got he's just a collection of memories and we have that we just need to figure out how to get him into this thing because he was so complex. Um, so, but no, Kevin, I I did cry. Um, that was like the the if you're gonna send off a good character, like I hated the way they sent him off in. Uh, that stupid crappy Star Trek movie when he just, I mean, like it was sad, like he sacrificed himself. I get it, but they didn't really have like a send off for him. Um, but I'm glad they finally got to send off the character in an appropriate, uh, touching way with captain Picard standing right next to him at his side, holding his hand and playing the song that you first introduced him to. It's like that whole, I love the full circleness of it. So it was, yes, I did cry. I did cry big, big, Baby tears, big, fat, angry baby crying tears. <laughs> yeah, and, and Rob, this was not just tearing up. Like, I wept like a psychopath. <laughs> uh, I'm glad we can get emotional at stuff. I, I'm glad we're not, we're, not, we're not robots, except for Rob. Rob doesn't cry. Yeah, I'm glad you guys can get an emotional at stuff, apparently. What well, was I like? I said I enjoy a big uh, when they wrap a, a character nicely. It 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 feel it felt right. It felt perfect. I don't know that I like the fact that he actually aged, but since it was technically a program and kind of a holograph of him, all right, I'll give it to him. Uh, no, I love the idea that he ages and dies. Like Data finally died. You guys, he did. They, the, <laughs> he yep, didn't. That. He didn't get this sort of half-ass death where oh, he can come back and be four. No, he died. Yeah, he died, kept- and it was its final. It's and it was the entire plot of the season, which I loved. Yeah. Um, Anyways, I super enjoyed Firefly season two. I did too. I- uh, the only thing I, <laughs> I, I thought it amusing how everybody sort of coupled up at the end. I was not feeling uh, Rob with uh, with Kim from Scott Pilgrim. Uh, yeah. However, seven of nine with Rafi, I was totally oh, into no. it. Oh God, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so on board with that. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, I I will watch that sex tape. Yeah, absolutely, Jerry Ryan. Mm. I, um, mean, I would I I would watch either sex tape. I would absolutely watch uh, Aramis with uh, with the psychopath from Devs. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love how you keep changing who she is. That's great. Uh, he also changed. Never mind. Not really. I mean, it not was, really. It was yeah. Or Aramis. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Give me uh, some credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was good. Um, did they? Um, what was I going to say? I like how they crashed an entire board cube into a planet, and it didn't seem to have any effect on the planet other than the board cube just crashed. I would. Or the board cube. Oh, yeah, or the what well, was buried a little bit. Well, the, uh, the board cube can fix itself with those little robots, but I think um, uh, I, I think Seven had a lot to do with that. Uh, you think? And or the those orchids. Oh yeah, okay. I maybe, but I just figured that it would do a little bit more damage than it just like maybe leaving a big crater or something. I don't know, but um, I did think it was kind of cool that uh, they showed Seven of Nine kind of reconnecting with her Borg thing and still kind of knew how the. 
how the um Ooh, that where she became the queen for a second was intense. Yeah. Oh, I loved that moment. Oh, that was maybe oh, one of the oh. best moments of the entire series. Oh, yeah. let me tell you, it moved. It did. Oh, sure, that it, moves you. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry yeah. Ryan getting to be a badass and, like, take over the entirety of, like, thousands of minds of people. Sounds great. <laughs> I love uh, it. I, I also appreciate the, time. The, the third dimension Deanna Troy got. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Seeing her as this uh, still kind-hearted and very empathetic, warm person, but also this angry, bitter mother uh, who has every right to be angry and bitter was uh, a delight to see. Marina Sirtis really, absolutely pulled it out. Yeah, I was glad. I was glad to see that. And Riker was still Riker, although we didn't get to see Riker step over a chair and sit down, which I was sad about. Yeah. We saw him lounge in a chair. That was pretty great. And I do love how <laughs> when Picard was trying to fly the ship and he was like, it's been a while. Give me a, give me a second. And then it was talking about uh, that he could do this thing with a thing. And he's like, oh, we can name it after you. And then she was like, oh, wait, there's already a maneuver called the Picard maneuver. And you did it on this ship. And he's like, actually, it was not that ship. It was this other ship. It's a stargazer. I like it when uh, they correct their own history. I think it's funny. And I enjoy those little quibs between the um, between characters like that. No, yes, no. That 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 sure was a thing you just said. Yes, it was. Sorry. <laughs> it was, no, no, no. It's it's fine. I I just I was having a little bit of trouble following you, partly because uh, of sound I, quality. Actually, I wasn't. He was saying that it was nice, uh, you know, people being human and and getting things wrong instead of what Star Trek does, and that. Everyone seems to have an encyclopedic like knowledge of everything that happened at some point in time in the series. Oh, I get you. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, I get you, man. That was, that was, uh, thanks, Kevin. So that was one of my my favorite parts too. Um, but it, as a whole, I I don't know. I felt it was it wrapped up pretty well. It, um, but like I kind of agree with you, Rob, that it I, it, it was a little next generation uh, ending. Uh, I wish I would have seen a couple more episodes, but, uh, you know, I was okay with it. It worked. Didn't see Picard dying. And uh, I liked the send off for data. Yeah. They, I, I kind of saw um, the Picard dying thing come. And then, you know, once they talked about the golem, you go, huh? Yeah. Okay. Cause I mean, they really made a big deal out of the whole, his brain defect thing. And, but mm-hmm. of course I'm talking about being in season two. I'm like, well, how are they going to pull this one? Uh, so, yeah, I didn't think his brain thing would hit him that quickly. I thought it was like a, it'll hit hit you eventually, not like in a couple days. Sure, I well, no, um, the the doctor he saw who should have been McFadden but wasn't for whatever reason. Um, really, it, at least to me, seemed to really reiterate the fact that like if you go into space and you put yourself under stress, you're gonna die, you dumb idiot. Yeah, no. it sure did seem like that. Uh, I did, however, enjoy that they that they went ahead and uh, called out that last episode tidbit of the anomaly in his parietal lobe, because I went, I had to go look it up. That is absolute continuity. That's the same thing he had in the last episode of TNG. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was the same oh. thing, and I thought that was clever. I what. I do. I appreciate when when shows uh, 
stick to good continuity. But that ending, um, if if I correct me if I'm wrong, but in that ending, that was a Q Q kind of created that future for him, right? Yeah, but he still had the anomaly in his brain. Right, right, right. No, I'm with you. I just I wanted to make in my own mind make sure I remembered that storyline correctly that it wasn't like yeah. him just going insane. It was a Q created thing. No, mm. the like the whole time travel um, problems were Q created. But the thing they talked about him having in the future, the brain anomaly, was yeah, yeah. him having a brain anomaly. Yeah. Because gotcha. okay. he always had the brain anomaly. Right, right, right. Kevin, any final thoughts on uh, Picard there? Um, loved it. Excited for season two. Excited for disco season three. <laughs> I, um, I, yeah. I would absolutely watch uh, the one-man show uh, that would be Cristobal Rios and his EMH uh, backup band. Right. <laughs> I would. I would watch that. I would watch that three-hour movie. I would. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I I dug uh, all of his uh, holographic projections. Now, the reason I keep calling Allison Pill's name her other characters from other things she's been in is because for the life of me, I can't remember her name. It's like it's Allison Lottie. Pill. It oh, Girardi. Like, Girardi, okay. So, yeah. do you Agnes think Agnes Girardi? Do you think there is just an absolute certainty of her using all of those uh, hologram programs with Rios to her advantage? Because I feel like probably. Um, you mean well, like yeah. she's going to have the holograms run a train on her? Yes, yeah. that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, or if he's just not in the mood, he she's got a bunch of holograms. I mean, I would. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I agree. I hope um, Ian keeps his hat on. <laughs> that would be the Scottish engineer one. <laughs> I did. I did find it funny that he happened to make the the engineer Scottish. I thought that was a it nice had touch. to have been on purpose. It, yeah, yeah, that was a nice it, touch. Like yeah. not even like Star Trek on purpose. I I specifically mean him on purpose. Oh, because <laughs> he just believes that all engineers are Scottish. No, I just think he he would know of of Scotty and be like, yeah, yeah, that's that's the guy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You mean like as not only was it a in like. A, a choice for him, but also a choice for his actual character to be like, yeah, I dig that. I, I respect that engineer and mm-hmm. I'm going to make my engineer model after that. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Hmm. Uh, anything else about Picard? I love the, uh, the fact that in the future uh, and in the 24th century, we still have alcoholism, PTSD and severe panic attacks. Oh, absolutely. I don't think you could ever right? cure that. Thanks. There's no cure for any of my bullshit. Great. Thanks. Yeah, it's managing it more than anything. <laughs> I'll just keep drinking. It's fine. That's one way to manage it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> before we get to nerd grabs real quick, I did want to mention that because uh, this actually goes into nerd grabs. That currently, Heroic Goods and Games is actually closed, but they are their online shop is open. So, by all means, go check out their online shop. Uh, not all store items are there, but most of them are. And and Paul, the owner, is working on getting everything 
set up and online so he can keep a shop open. And again, support local, support uh, Heroic Goods and Games because it's, uh, it's a great great place. And uh, like I said, his online shop is open. So, so yeah, and please uh, support uh, uh, Small Business Local right now because they, they need it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, and if you're not local to the Twin Cities, please uh, do me a favor um, and uh, go purchase takeout from your favorite local mm-hmm. shop. And I do mean your local shop. Don't don't go to Chipotle or whatever. Go to a restaurant, a privately owned restaurant, um, and buy from them and tip 25 to 30% because they're getting hit hard right now. Um, and, uh, yeah, please that's, go, that's go, what go I get did takeout. tonight. I, uh, I ordered Chinese cause you know, that it's also an especially bad hurt for, for them right now. Yeah. Um, people are dicks. Uh, so I, I ordered Chinese. It was 18 bucks and I tipped goddamn seven on it. Cause that a girl. Uh, cause you're a respectable deal. human being. Right. Yeah. Um, we got uh, from um, one of our favorite little pub joints uh, called the Lowbrow. We got some burgers a couple weeks ago, and nice. um, or a week ago, I guess, and then ordered Chinese. I think Sunday, and then I'm ordering other stuff for uh, a birthday uh, tomorrow. So, no, fantastic. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't been able to spend a lot of money, so I haven't done any of that, but I will as soon as I have some money, because, uh, you know, without working, I'm not making money, So, and I still have to pay rent, and huge hospital bills from when I was really sick, so good times. Good times. Great old Great days. Old days. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so who, thanks for promoting Cool 108. Yeah, you're uh, welcome. Who wants to that go first? That is definitely not their sign-off anymore. No. Um, I'll go first first sure hit it so it, i mean it's not like i've gotten much since all this uh, started going down but um i did get a couple of games to kind of uh get me through get me through what's going on uh as yep, well as i you got, got a, animal crossing <laughs> i didn't uh, actually <laughs> I, I, did not. I did doom eternal um but blake got animal crossing uh oh, so okay. i got doom, so i got <laughs> so both are um, in your house yeah uh, but he got it digitally, so I can't steal it, which is kind of a bummer. Oh, um, that sucks. Yeah. But I did get Doom Eternal. I'm, the, the, I'm a good chunk of the way into it, having lots of fun. It's uh, mindless violence when you need it. Um, and I also got Control, a game I've been wanting for a while, uh, which is by the same creators as uh, Quantum Break and uh, Alan Wake. Uh, but oh. this, one didn't, this one didn't follow that rhyming scheme, and I'm a little disappointed by that. Well, how's the game, though? Uh, excellent. Uh, I was going to say, cause the, that, that team you just listed off, I'm like, Oh, that's probably great. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's, you play this woman who shows up at this hidden, uh, government agency who basically controls, uh, it's kind of like warehouse 13. Um, oh, okay. so they, they look after, uh, like supernatural events and items of power and that kind of a thing. And you absorb the power to basically control astral uh, projection, that kind of a thing. Psychic powers, your gun is alive. Uh, so it's lots of shooting and lots of puzzle solving with some very, very cool superpowers. Uh, you're kind of like a really gun-heavy Jedi, uh, basically. 
Um, so if you want to play something that has a really good story, uh, good voice acting, and uh, a lot of fun action platforming and puzzles, Control, I can't recommend it enough. Hmm. Uh, otherwise, I did get a, a, a couple custom parts for my uh, my other lightsaber I'm building. I just got an emitter, which is um, modeled after, but not the exact same style as, but very similar to the Jedi Fallen Order one, where it's the two high peaks. It's very, nice. very cool. Hmm. So I picked up uh, Chernobyl on DVD. I need to watch that still. Son of a bitch. I recommend it. Um, we watched it when it first came out, but uh, that like this is one of those things where it 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 was a, it affected us enough to be like, yeah, we're gonna buy it. Mm-hmm. It it is hard to say that it is good because. <laughs> Boy, oh boy! <laughs> so the 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 subject matter is um he- heavy, real real heckin' heavy, you guys. Yeah, you um, can still say it's good. No, yeah, no, like the the uh, the acting, the script, the cinematography is powerful. It is stunning. It's darkly gorgeous, um, and. Um, I thoroughly recommend it. If you have not seen it, um, be in the right headspace. Know that you're going into something that is not happy, <laughs> like mm. even remotely. But yeah, I, I thoroughly recommend it. It is powerful. It is a it is a powerful show to watch. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, anything else, Rob? No, no. That's all I got. <clears throat> Oh, along those same lines, the the show Hunters is really good for those that are locked in. If you haven't watched that yet, oh, I've uh, I've heard that too. It's got a really seventies out Ted Mosby. It yeah. sure it's does. got a really solid cast. He's actually like he's probably one of my favorite parts uh, next to Al Pacino. Uh, but Ted Mosby is is his character. Oh, you guys, it, it's perfect. Um, and what I love about Hunters, while it's dealing with something that's very um, dark and they obviously they certainly remind you that the Nazis are shitty fucking people and they did shitty fucking things to the world and it gets really dark and really kind of macabre uh, at a lot of places. They put in these little pieces of humor, kind of kind of in that Robocopish way where they threw in like TV commercials, but these TV commercials are usually in somebody's head or that you know, something little offshoot things. And they're pretty fucking funny. So I feel that they did that as a little bit of comedy relief for such a heavy uh, topic, but it is really good. I highly recommend it. I think there's 10 episodes for the first season and it's great sidebar. Huh? Zombies are really awful fucking or Nazis are real awful fucking people. I wonder why we needed reminding of that. Well, oh, I don't know. No idea. Weird. No clue. Huh. Weird. Couple, huh. couple, couple things about that uh, came out recently that uh, remind us of that. Huh? huh. That's, that's, that's bizarre. That's yeah. huh. weird. Huh. Um, but my real nerd grab was, uh, I didn't obviously I haven't bought much anyways, but there was a deal um, kind of right around when this whole COVID-19 thing started uh, where there this t-shirt company was doing a bunch of nerdy shirts, but they were like six bucks. And so I bought three of them um, huh. and they're, they're completely nerdy t-shirts. The one I'm wearing now is surf Arrakis and it's got a picture like an all the seventies. <laughs> Of a sandworm and somebody standing on top of the sandworm. I have a Corbin Dallas Taxi Company one, and the other one is uh, "Don't Forget" or "Never Forget," and it's a picture of a cassette tape 
a VHS uh, VHS tape, a cassette tape, and a three and a half inch floppy disk, the old square ones, and they're holding hands and they're walking together. So, just some uh, some nice nerdy shirts that were six bucks and they fit great and uh, the actual the sizes are are good. So it's kind of fun, my fun little nerd grab. So that's it. Anything else anybody has to offer? Speak of? Uh, nope. Uh, more. More episodes of uh, uh, Jedi Fallen Order should be coming out. Um, we have we have enough sandbag to last us for a little bit, and uh, Ian and I are going to try and figure out uh, some online gaming to do for an episode. So nice. Anything anybody else has, Rob? Maybe? No, all of my stuff has been canceled. Yeah, yeah, same. So I feel you. Um, yeah, for us, uh, yeah. Just our episodes, which now we can do remotely, which is nice. Hopefully this worked out. Hopefully the audience will not hear the the kerfuffle that you guys heard from my end. So, um, <laughs> and if you did, I apologize, but we're, we'll get this ironed out. We'll try to get it fixed. But we do want to keep making episodes, uh, but obviously we want to be safe about it. And we don't want to, you know, be stupid and like other people, spring breakers and whatnot that are doing stupid shit. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. Hopefully this will be uh, over sooner rather than later. Not by Easter, like some people seem to think. Fucking stupid. Yes. Uh, also, that person walked that walked that back today. So Yeah, of course he did. Yeah. He probably won't even admit that he said it in the first place. So Oh, he, he's already said he didn't. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah. It's, it, it's astounding that we're being ran by a 13-year-old. <laughs> right. Yeah, and th- the fact that people still support him, I'm it it baffles my mind to no end. I honestly do not understand it. Uh I do not I do not get it. I cannot even remotely understand how people can still support that individual. I just don't get it. It it that's a conversation for a whole other podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so to end on a cheerier note, uh, we we had a bit of an argument between the three of us on the internet. And dear listeners, we would like you to uh, help us out here. Um, it was decided that since neither Nick nor Kevin are going to watch the show <laughs> Tiger King, <laughs> since neither Nick nor Kevin are going to watch the show Tiger King. Uh, I have to be the contrarian who jumps on that sword and watches it. However, Kevin pointed out that I could also be a contrarian and not watch it since the general population is watching it. So, dear listener, you choose. Do I have to go watch Tiger King? Let us know in the comments on the Facebook page of this episode. Uh, God, you really want to... You yes, really want to... Yep. Uh, yep, I'm... I'm, I'm 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 sacrificing myself to the internet on this one. Well, I'll make a I'll make a poll on our Facebook page and you can go vote. Should Rod watch Tiger King or not? And of course, I'll share it with everybody cuz <laughs> Absolutely. We got we got to see how this shit turns out. <laughs> right? I thought that was a nice touch. I you know, I figured that would be a good idea, especially when you tried ending on a downer like that, Nick. I wasn't going to leave it at that. Come on. <laughs> what does this but look yes. like? Some sort of Shakespearean play? Come on. I mean, yes. Was it the Shakespeare comedies that always end in tragedy? No. No. They start in tragedy. 
They yeah. start with tragedy. They all start in tragedy, yeah. I thought comedy specifically were like they start in tragedy, then they became funny. I don't remember. Anyways, well, it's it, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, uh, Stranger Than Fiction. Uh, they put it really well in that movie. It's the only way to tell if it's a, a comedy or a tragedy is if the main character A gets the girl at the end or B dies. Huh. Ah, yeah. So which is which? When he gets the girl, it's a tragedy. <laughs> the the Jeez. queer coding in the movie tells me it was a tragedy. Um. <laughs> I know how much you don't like that phrase, so. Nah, I don't care about it. Uh, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, there was something I watched about the Star, Star, Star Wars, but we can get onto that in another episode. All right. But anyways, uh, this has been Best Threesome Ever, best episode 101, brought to you by Heroic Goods and Games in Minneapolis. Everywhere. I'm Nick. <laughs> I'm Dick Butt. And I'm Captain Garblemaw Esquire. Sure are. Uh, so please, hopefully, everybody stay safe and uh, social distance yourself for now. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.